Reading, said Sir Francis Bacon, maketh a full man, conference a ready man, and writing an exact man. This is Dr. Jim Tonkowicz, your host for these After Dinner Scholar podcasts from Wyoming Catholic College. Student academic life at Wyoming Catholic College mirrors Bacon's comment. Our students read the great and good books of our civilization and come to class prepared for what Bacon called conference, we might say conversation. And while writing is part of most courses, freshmen take Trivium 101, writing truthfully. Dr. Tiffany Schubert finds teaching Trivium 101 a great pleasure. How well do our students write when they arrive at Wyoming Catholic College? Not well. (laughs) But that's not unusual to our students. Writing is an incredibly, incredibly difficult, uh, sometimes I'll talk about it as sort of torturous activity. And a lot of the ways that we teach writing don't encourage students to write in a beautiful or moving, passionate or imaginative way. And so a lot of students come in with, say, some solid training in writing, but very often it's kind of dull and mechanical Mm -hmm. and formulaic. And uh, why do we call the course Writing Truthfully? So the course is really aimed at helping students understand that writing is this communal enterprise. It is something that you, as the writer, are doing for another human being, for a reader. And what you're trying to do for that person is to move them towards truth. And that could be truth about nature, truth about some philosophical position, it could be truth about some great poem, but our aim and our goal is is truth. So it's the sort of, it's the telos of writing but also the way in which one writes, the very material, sort of the fabric of writing itself, that the course seeks to elevate the mechanics of writing, to give the students a high vision for thinking about mundane things like the art of paragraphing, or the kinds of introductions that they're, that they're using, or the way that they conclude, or how they use transitions, all these sort of technical, potentially kind of dull elements that make up the craft of writing, wanting students to see these tools as the way to reveal truth, the way to lead your audience and your reader to the truth. And what are the typical barriers to good writing? I would say that probably the biggest barrier that I have encountered in my years teaching writing here and elsewhere is simply the fact that students forget they are writing for another human being. Hmm. So I I tell freshmen uh, over and over again, I am not a robot. I am a human being. And I think a lot of the ways that we teach writing set students up for this kind of robotic experience. They're given pretty strict formulas. Say the five paragraph essay is one that probably most people are very familiar with. It's one that students come in with. It's, it's pretty easy to write, pretty easy to grade, but it's not especially moving to read. And then the way that we teach grammar can often be emphasizing correctness, making sure you get right all the little jots and the tittles, just just right, and, and there is an element that is 
deeply and profoundly important to that. But that it can also feel empty, mechanical, and robotic. Right? I have to make sure that my commas are all in the right place and I don't, I don't really know why. I'm not thinking about commas as signs to the reader, ways of guiding the reader through my sentences, through my essay. I am a robotic, I'm a robot following the rules, writing for, I guess, a teacher who is, I guess, maybe possibly human, but probably <laughs> mostly a grading robot. You know, I've, I've said that to students when I've been uh, advising theses. I said, consider your audience. Who is going to read this and who's going to grade it? So you can't be too colloquial. You, you can't, there's things you can't do with that audience. Now, it was a different audience. You know, that, that's different. But for this, but who is your audience? Yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah, and so we spend we spend a lot of time thinking about writing as an art of rhetoric, which very much involves that that sensitivity to to the audience. It also involves a knowledge of human nature. What kinds of things are human beings? What kinds of things do human beings like? What kind of things do they not like? How do they respond to the beautiful, to the ugly, uh, to something that goes on for too long or something that is too short. All of all of that enriches one's ability to write. And then there's a profound flexibility that's involved in thinking of writing as rhetorical. You do have to shift according to your audience. Writing for a group of academics is a very different thing than writing to a group of high school students, than giving a speech in a political setting than giving a sermon. Those are all very, very different things. Uh, that is not to say one is superior to the other. The rhetoric allows you to be imaginatively and intellectually flexible and creative and to adapt and to adjust. And so I think there's something very freeing about viewing writing as rhetorical. It encourages students to free themselves from kind of enslavement to, to formula. Now, what kind of assignment, assignments do you have? Give us some examples of assignments. So the, the first writing assignment that the students are given is that they have to take a moment from their 21-day core trip, which is the first thing that they do as students at WCC. They have to write about this moment. And we, we ask them to write about a moment that's memorable in, in some way. And it can be because it was beautiful, because it was terrifying, because it was absurd, ridiculous, because it was small and, and intimate, because it was puzzling and confusing or frustrating or infuriating, uh, any, any number of, uh, of moments. And we begin by working with them to describe that moment vividly, lead the reader through the story of that experience so that they can allow the reader to vicariously experience the moment with them through the kinds of language that they use, through the, the imagery that they use. And then we ask them to do something very interesting, which is to reflect on the meaning of that moment. And this is something profoundly Augustinian, actually. Augustine, when he writes the Confessions, he looks back at his life and in the looking back at his life, he's able to see the, the hand of God in, in moments that he didn't see while he was actually living through those moments. So there's a way in which reflection is a completion of an experience. 
look back on the experience and we begin to see the meaning of that experience. So students discover the meaning, the meaning of, of fear, right? the meaning of joy, the meaning of childlikeness. Uh, sometimes it's the meaning of rain, the meaning of hail right? in, in these really wonderful and, and, and deep and funny and profoundly moving ways. And then they keep rewriting things? So one of the wonderful things I think that we do in, in Trivium 101 is we take students through stages and through drafts. So this is in addition to forgetting that you have a writer, one of the great barriers to writing well is thinking that you have to write perfectly at the very beginning and or these are often connected waiting until much too late to actually start your start your paper <laughs> which means you better write well at the beginning <laughs> yeah that's right uh, but very few people actually write well the first go that first stab that first draft is rough and all of us get better as we go back and revise and perfect. So we create space in the class. We design it this way so that students more or less have to write and then rewrite and then look at it again and rewrite and look at it again and rewrite. And in fact, this, this first assignment, this nature essay, they, they submitted it to us and we are going to be giving it back to them without a grade and just with comments because they're going to make one final revision of it at the end of the semester, after they've gone through a whole semester of Trivium and a whole semester here as students, they've been enriched by the semester and they bring that richness to a draft and remarkable and beautiful things can come out of that final revision. Now, I know that you love to write. I love to write. How do the students take to it? I mean, do, can, can we pass on a love of writing to them or do we? One of the things I love about teaching the class is that I think it's a conversion class. Certainly not 100%, but, but nothing is. But students come in with, very often at least, kind of a dull understanding of what, it, of what writing is, that whole sort of formulaic and, and mechanistic approach is not especially inspiring to them. Or they come in with narratives about some people are just naturally good writers and other people aren't. And I'm one of those people who just isn't a good writer. And the course is transformative for many of them. It does expose to them their weaknesses as, as writers. They realize how, how bad they are. But on the other hand, especially by putting writing as an act or an art of rhetoric, they begin to see it as this very high, very human, very powerful, very meaningful activity, as opposed to something you just do in class because your teacher asks you to do it. They begin to see that it is this opportunity to lead the soul of another. This is how Plato defines rhetoric, it's the art, the art of soul leading by means of words. I think that vision of writing as this opportunity to, to nurture and cultivate the souls of others is exhilarating. Well, as someone who teaches Trivium 202, uh, in which students have to not only write, but orally deliver speeches, I've been delighted by many of our students who went through 101 and now write so well. 
it makes my job that much more pleasant. So thank you for all you do. Yeah, because everybody's <laughs> life. I, I, I think a, a, a beautifully written essay I tell students is a gift. It's a gift to the reader. And one of the high joys of life is reading, reading a, a beautifully, clearly, truthfully written essay that reveals to you, gives to you a deeper understanding of whatever it is that the author is talking about. At Wyoming Catholic College, our goal with regard to writing, speaking, and so many other problems in higher education is to buck the trend, producing students who do read, converse, and write, so that as Francis Bacon noted, they will be full, ready, and precise. For Wyoming Catholic College, this is Dr. Jim Tonkowicz.